0: Another year in Destin. It's uh, it's uh, it's good to be back here again. How, how much conversation has there been about alcohol being sold in stadiums and arenas on SEC campuses? Actually, in our meetings so far, not none. Uh, and uh, I'm sure it'll be part of the part of the conversation. I know there's a lot of interest in it. What's your stance on it? I think it's uh, something that there, there's a working group. Mm-hmm really good, capable people, and I think the reality is they'll come forward with a recommendation, and then presidents will decide if that's the right path to go down a lot, or go go down for, and I think there'll be uh, there'll be some support, there'll be more discussion, and that'll probably be happening in the next couple of days here. It's much, an, SEC, group, SEC working group. There's an SEC working group, yes. How, how much of that has to do with attendance? I think all of us are paying attention to attendance in every manner. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate in Alabama, we're still selling our tickets. Uh, however, it's, uh, uh, you know, we're all cognizant of people staying the entire game. For a lot of us, you know, my age and, and older, you just went to the ball game. You stayed the entire time. And now there's a mentality of you know, getting there at the last second, leaving, beating the crowd. Uh, the, the pressures of television, all those things. And so you know, I think we're all cognizant of what can we do. And it's not just one you know, magic button that we're going to push and it takes care of everything, but you know, from scheduling to uh, entertainment in the stadium, engagement in the stadium, cellular service, which we've made good strides. The Wi-Fi still is a big bugaboo. It's very, very, very expensive. Uh, so it's a lot of those things um, that factor into attendance, and we have to pay attention to all of them. What's worked so far on that? Well, for one game, Dixieland of Light worked pretty good. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it, I, 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 we're, we're going to be talking to our student leadership some about some things that we're going to work with them on to, to engage and uh, hopefully reward them for extended uh, stays in the stadium and being there across the board. And, uh, you know, one of the interesting things at Alabama is, is you know, obviously – our academic profile has been has been raised dramatically. At the same time, too, we have a lot of students that have come to Alabama because of the, of the influence, the, the exposure of, of what our football program and our athletic department have. And you know, and, and worse, we're we have some of the same challenges that schools across the country have about getting students to stay the entire time. And and we've got great students, and they're very supportive. But you know, that's something we want to continue to hopefully see improvements with. Is winning the best? Remedy for attendance. We're all smarter and better looking when we win. Yeah. I need all the help I can get with both those things. In so Alabama, the problem is keeping them there. At other schools, it's getting them there. One one of the things, one of the things that we all have to be careful of, and I know Coach is really cognizant of that, is we can't let apathy come into our programs. We can't take winning for granted, and we can't take. Oh, well, we won the SEC championship last year. That's a big deal. Thirteen other schools. Would love to be in that position, understandably, and we can't, as a university, as a fan base, as an athletic department, just say, "Well, that's just what we do." Uh, you know, apathy can can get anybody, and and so we got to make sure we're staying focused on that to to make sure we appreciate as as we talk about appreciate that process. Has the scheduling format come up in the discussions, and where do you stand on nine games, and are you in favor of putting the uh, constant opponent? on the SEC East well, for discussion? So, I think the, I think we need to schedule games that are good for college football. And I agree with Coach Saban 100% that 9 games, 10 games, whatever it may be, that's good for college football. That's good for the SEC. Now, what we don't want to do is go schedule and be on an island by ourselves and disadvantage our program. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, and so it has to be something that's a collective effort together in what we do. But I do think part of the solution to help attendance is to make sure we're scheduling good games. And and Coach has been very supportive of the, the move we've made to home and homes. And, I, you know, we're still going to try to find some ways to do some neutrals in there, too. But I also think our fan base is, is really excited about going to Austin in just a couple of years and then having Texas return to our place in the other other games that we have. And we're, we're in discussion with some other programs to try to see what some home and homes look like down the road. And, and you have to do them so dang early that – we're you know we're that's something we're working on for games 10, 10 to 15 years from now the south florida series obviously doesn't have quite the sizzle of texas but why did that make sense for you all well c- a couple different reasons one we get two games in tuscaloosa south florida is an excellent program they've, they've had they've had a lot of success it's an area we recruit a lot in so to play a game down in tampa uh made sense for us too We'd be playing in an nfl stadium and so it, it just had a, it checked a lot of boxes for us uh, in, in what we're doing. There's also a financial component to it as well, that what you know, where buy games have gotten to. Uh, this is one where we got the home and home, and then what the buy game is we got it below market rate to be able to say, hey, we're going to go down to Tampa and play at their university. So it just made a ton of sense for us, and, and we have a lot of fans in, you know, in Florida in the Panhandle, which they can drive there and be a part of it, and that's part of what we're trying to do is get games on our schedule that our fans can get to. And, and that made a lot of sense for us. Great, would you like to see uh, the next <clears> Tua <throat> uh, or the 60th guy on the roster be able to go to a sporting goods store in, in Tuscaloosa and sign autographs and, and uh, make some money? <laughs> well, I, think, uh, I think having the discussion about name, image, and likeness is a good thing. Okay, I, th- I think we've seen a lot of evolution of our model in the last few years, and I think that's a great thing. All right? I also know that y'all you know, have people come up to the airport and say, when are you gonna start paying players? It's not that simple. Okay, we have 21 sports at Alabama. We believe, I, I sit on the United States Olympic Committee College Advisory Board. We support and give opportunities to hundreds on each individual campus, to thousands of, of, of young people that it costs real dollars. That doesn't get talked about. Every when I I'll listen to something and say, "Well, the the student athletes aren't getting anything," and then I go back to the office. I look at our budget and I say, "Man, for them not getting anything, we're sure spending a lot of money on them." Okay, and and so what I'm concerned about is a model that is sustainable, where we can have our Olympic sports, where we can support our 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 football program, uh, our other programs in a manner that gives us the best chance to be competitive, and so. I think it's really good that we're continuing to evolve, but I also think it's just it, people see it as a very black and white issue, and I don't think it's that simple. The other thing is, um, how, how do you come across from a uh, what? What does that look like if you really want to? If you really want a left guard on your on your offensive line, and you say, "Boy, we're going to get you a John Deere at," is that what recruiting is going to come to? I, I don't know. I think there just needs to be some understanding of. There needs to be, and we've got a lot of smart people working on that working group. And so I'll be cu- really curious what they have to say. But I also don't think it's just as simple as some people make it out to be. As a follow up to that, Greg, uh, Alabama would probably be competitive under that model. Your, your supporters would have the revenue to support that. But you've been at other places. Correct. Would, would they be able to compete with Alabama? Oklahoma, it, North it, North it would be very challenging for the great majority of, of our programs. I remember, I'm not going to name where I was, it wasn't at Alabama, and I, had a, I, had, I was doing an exit interview with a student athlete for an Olympic sport. The okay? person was a, a tennis player. Now, that's all the detail I'm going to give you. And when I was, was doing the exit interview with a student athlete, when they were graduated and they were, they were done with their eligibility, they said, man, I should be getting paid. And I said, help, help, I'm sorry, help me out. He said, I should be getting paid. You know, I, you guys get all these scholarships for free, and there's no, you know, I, you know I'm, I don't know what you're doing with all the money we're generating from our tennis program. And I told the person, I said, we don't sell any tickets to your events. I don't think the television deals were part of that. And, uh, and I said, we want to see the exposure and those opportunities. That's a great thing. It really is. It's awesome. And for those of us who are going to be on the inside of the departments on a daily basis, to be around those 650 kids and to see the, them work and develop every day, that's a, that, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. But I also know that sometimes what the perception is and what the reality is are, are two different things, and I, I don't think it's where the great majority of the programs are going to be in a great position to do that. Well, I mean, couldn't you, ar- I- couldn't you couldn't you argue now though? I mean, there's only fourteen, only three teams that have played for the last four national titles. Y'all, Clemson and Georgia. Um, so, I mean, couldn't you make the argument that it's already kind of top heavy as is? I mean, would you see, you know, if name, is- name, image, and likeness was introduced, would it really affect the competitive balance as it currently stands today? Time will tell. I, I I don't know. Has there been any kind of discussion about you know putting uh, funds away for when when players you know possibly graduate get based off you know? Things like games and, and using their likeness and other things like that. Has any right. of that been in, in the periphery? Not, not the, not the discussions, but that, that I've been a part of. But I also know that they just form that group, name, image, and likeness through the NCAA, and the and good smart people on it. And they'll work through it. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thanks. thanks. Thank you.